Yeah, your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm a central man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip though. I don't wanna sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah. I'm hitting that button. Woo. Is it hit? It's hit. It's lit. <laughs> All right, y'all. What up, though? What up? Uh, welcome back to the Mental Matters Podcast. All things manhood, jerk chicken, mental health, and all the things of the latter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm your co-host, Richard. Jarrell is here. We're still here. Yep. It's been a long, raggedy-ass last month. <laughs> but I don't know how deep in the weeds I'm going to get on this, but... We do miss y'all. It's been too damn long. Like, I feel like I got separation anxiety from the people. Like, <laughs> they're like, do these mugs still have a podcast? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you get kicked off iHeart and I'm like that, <laughs> SoundCloud's still popping. It's just, we ain't on there. Mm-hmm. We are on there, but y'all get it. Um, available iHeart, Spotify. Google Podcasts, SoundCloud again, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. all that. <laughs> I like how you bother me. We've like, I'm bothering me like an idiot. Um, yeah, so we are back again. Another episode has been a long journey in summer. Pandemic still trash, uh, both the racial and the um, actual what's the other one. Yeah, the actual COVID 19 pandemic. I forgot about that. Yeah. Like everybody did because people be outside just kicking it like, you know, mugs not still dying from a virus. Anyway, um, how are you, brother? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm glad today is Friday. Um, Dude, I was so tempted to just pull up my bottle of wine. And then I realized <laughs> the cork got stuck stuck inside the bottle. Okay. And the wine opener broke. So the cork is stuck inside the bottle. Okay. It's just all ghetto. Like yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, this morning was kind of kind of sad for me because um, I got news that like one of my first teachers um, ended up passing away today. So that was kind of like a blow, like to the heart. Um, it was one of my mm-hmm. Sunday teachers, and she always put a high emphasis on education. Um, she always made sure that like she taught us everything we need to know about the Bible, but then also make sure we got our regular education out in the world. You know, she was a a constant person who was always pushing education and, you know, she awarded me or got me in line with, to get different scholarships and things like that. So she's definitely going to be missed. And um, yeah, I took like probably like five or 10 minutes, just like walked away from my computer this morning, just thinking about like how much she meant to me. So yeah, that was, that was hard to take this morning. Um, but yeah, just always trying to think of like the good times and what that person stood for. Yeah. I can't imagine what that means to you, but you know, I'm assuming that they left something with you that's gonna help you go through your everyday. So sure. Um you know, it's it's been a tough time. Twenty twenty has not been kind to anybody. Yeah. Especially the culture. Um mm-hmm. we were definitely dealt a blow the last couple of weeks. Um, one of my frat brothers lost a father. Actually, one of our past guests, um, Mr. Ellison, as you all know him, Blair, um, he lost his father um, less than about a month ago, um, just due to some complications with surgery and things of that nature. Um, wasn't COVID related. I think I think it'd have been worse in my opinion, but um, he's not suffering anymore, and that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. Um, the culture took a blow recently. Um, with the loss of Chadwick Bozeman, yep. also known as King T'Challa, if you will, one of our favorite um, movies to come out over the last decade. And it it was definitely a, a blow. Like, I remember we were finishing up the cleaning and moving, mm-hmm. and I went to my phone. 
Actually, Blair posted the status was like, wow, I can't believe it. Shadow Bozeman's gone. And I was just like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Right. Um, but, you know, the man that gave us the, the one of the best grossing films <clears throat> in Marvel history, if you will, and um, one of the best blackest films in the world that wasn't even intended, intended just to be a black film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you had other greats like 42 and um, the James Brown story and Five Bridges and things of that nature, but um, obviously, you know, he's best known for um, Black Panther and most commonly to the kids of our um, generation, the inner kid of my own generation and the generations after us, this mm-hmm. definitely is a blow. So mm-hmm. it is okay to grieve this. I mean, I don't know how long it takes other people, but um, to me, it still sucks. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. It was a, at first my whole life it was Batman, Batman, Batman. Mm-hmm. And then once I read the Black Panther and then this movie came out, just like that's my new favorite. Like I need you to know how real it is. I need you to understand, okay? It is real. <laughs> my love for the Black Panther is real. Coffee I literally mug. have the coffee mug, the matching backpack. Well, it don't match. It's a black-on-black utility backpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a button, like one of those lapel buttons on my desk at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still need to give some outstanding merch to compliment this loss, but um, it sucks. It really does suck, but mm-hmm. I want everybody to understand that it's okay to grieve things. Um, you know, to lose, man, to lose a child with Kobe, all these different people this year. We really gotta embrace, you know, one another and love one another for the best. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to reach out and cuss out your friend and be like, yo, listen, you need to FaceTime me more, damn it. I need to see some faces. <laughs> and this is not a personal shot, but if you feel away, I'm talking about you. <laughs> As I'm looking at Jarrell. Um but yeah, you know, it's this year's been rough and um, we had a previous episode, one of my best friends, he tested positive for coronavirus, woke up in 19. Mm-hmm. Um, he's okay now. He's doing a lot better. But, you know, it this year's just been very, very down. Um, and especially with, you know, this month being, we're in September now. It's like we haven't recorded an episode in like almost two months, it seems. But we did, but we didn't. But yeah. <laughs> not even going. Okay. Not even gonna do it. Um, <laughs> Jesus the Christ, Lord, give me the strength. It has been trying. <laughs> okay, um, you know it, it, it's been a rough year of negatives, but you gotta. And I was just telling one of my best friends this earlier today. You gotta embrace the positives in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, we were thankful to close on a home in 2020. Um, you know my my new dope ass background. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't got to use a virtual background anymore. I ain't ashamed anymore. But um, <laughs> you know, it's it's not the fact of what you don't have. With we don't have air conditioning in our in our house, like especially on the top floors. But I have a whole entire house, and many people can't say they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a blessing within itself. Another person's trying to buy a house this year, and it's been the pits. And I ultimately just tell them, like, what's for you is for you, and what's not for you is on purpose. Yep. God is very intentional with his blessings. And you go on. <laughs> he, he will put a learning though. you just be like, oh, that's what he was talking about. I am in no means of the nature the most gospel-given individual in the world. I can't quote no Bible verses, but what I can say is I am an example like mm-hmm. of that part. Like I have been made into a believer over the last, what, 31 years now. Um, I've been through some shit. I can say that. And <laughs> like ultimately I can honestly say like it's been very tiring, but at the same time, mm-hmm. God has just been like, All right, Rich, come on. Yeah. So, a lot of people that's that believe in good God. <laughs> the good God Almighty. He will get you together and he will make us seem like everything is just fine, because it will be. Yeah. So hope that was encouragement during this month, during this year. Um, we're going to get back to our regular scheduled program. 
Okay. But I just need to have a hallelujah, thank you, Jesus moment because why not? Yeah. I don't mind those. Judge your mama. <laughs> Listen, judge your mama. Don't judge me. You're going to get this Jesus dealing with us, period. What they say, period, poo, whatever. I don't really care. Whatever it's Period. You going to jail, period. Anyway. Um, being said, I mean, it's good to see your face again, bro. And we're gonna keep this thing going like we did in this episode. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, um, a lot to catch up on. Um, a lot of people have been working from home lately, you know, since like March. For those that can have the opportunity to do that, um, I'm in a weird limbo where I support the field operations and um, where I work from home. Mm-hmm. So, my dining room has been converted into my office. I hate it. It's ghetto and it's legit overwhelming. So, um, I zoomed up. One more person talk about we need a meeting. I've I've literally cussed out people. Like, <laughs> I've given people words. I've been like, listen, this is nothing but an email. If it can be an email, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you in a meeting. Right. I don't want to see your ugly mug. I don't want to see your background. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear your dogs barking. Usually that's me. I don't <laughs> want to hear and see none of the crap. Like, I don't care what type of coffee you made on your curry machine at home. Mm-hmm. I don't care that you got some tea. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> maybe it's the, the maybe it's the uh, thing. <laughs> Maybe it's the introvert in me coming out just bleeding out right now. <laughs> but like, you are already in my house. Mm-hmm. They were always told you the most healthiest thing to do is to not allow work to come home with you. Right. And work has just been in my corner in my house, just like, mm-hmm. what are we doing today? <laughs> Get your raggedy ass on my house. You know, like I, I know I'm not the only one that feels this way. Like I do not, I really don't like working from home. Yeah, like it's a uh, don't. It's like it's not enough time in the day, but then at the same time, it's like it's always there. Like you said, like it's like if if I'm working on something and then I see it's like four thirty five o'clock, I'm like, you know what? If I was at the office, I'd be packing up. And um, but it's like people are still sending those emails at six o'clock now. Like I got an email from a manager at like twelve thirty three in the morning one time this week. That was just for this week. We've been working from home for what six seven months now, so <laughs> you know what's been happening all the other months as well. But it's like when it started, it was more so like okay, I can get comfortable with this. But now it's at a point where. I'd rather just be back at the office because when I'm out of the building, everybody knows that that's it for me. <laughs> you know, it's like that, the out of sight, out of mind is actually there, but it's like, it's always here. So it's always in mind. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's coming to a point where, well, it's past the point now where it's, it's overstepping its boundary. <laughs> it really is. Listen, I'm at the point right now where I'm about to break the budget and it's go straight the loads and go give me a fire pit. And I'm gonna burn my work equipment. Just put my cell phone in it. Burn that boy to smithereens. Just done. Saw over it. <laughs> like, um, but and that's the reason we're you know looking to like get this office done because mm-hmm. give me a, give me two desks and two chairs and we just gonna I'm gonna keep all work things mm-hmm. in that office. It ain't. If even if a paper try to blow through that threshold, <laughs> I'ma light it on fire. I'ma throw it out. I don't want nothing else touching the rest of my house. Period. Yeah. Like at all. You try to call me, I'ma leave my work phone in my office. <laughs> like my phone rang about 30, 40 minutes ago. I looked at it. I was just like, mm-hmm. it can only be one person. Mm-hmm. And it's not Jesus. <laughs> he got my direct line. He ain't got my work for me. 
I know it just had to be my boss. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually just need this one other thing. Well, you didn't send me the thing. So I went to my emails. I found where I sent it to him at, and I forwarded it to him. I was like, you mean this that was already on your box? <laughs> you're, you're a gentleman. You're a scholar. I, I appreciate Is that all? I'm ready to go get some wine. The most amazing bottle of wine. <laughs> all that to say, work from home is stressful. Yeah. I know we ain't the only ones that went through it. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are a person without a job right now. And I am so sorry to impose my privileged ass against your men, your well-being. However, yeah. we tired. <laughs> we tired of the Zoom calls. If you Microsoft team me one more time, we ain't on Teams today. Good night. Yeah. I don't want to Amazon chime you. I don't want to I don't want to see your face. Get out of my house. Mm-hmm. Get off my phone. That email can wait till Monday, maybe even Tuesday at this point. Mm-hmm. Um so I got to look and I got to thinking, why is it so taxing about working from home? Mm-hmm. And I found an article that we're going to just briefly share and we'll share it on um, the link to this in our episode description. But it is about six reasons why we get so tired from working from home. And I was like, Lord, you are just knowing what I'm going through. So what, what do you, so before I get to going over this, what do you think one of those top reasons are? It's like people not having that boundary in place to just walk away from the computer. Um, That's the same way they would when they were in the office setting. So I guess like, you know, indirectly or like, like you're not aware that you're working more hours, I guess. I'm working about the same amount. Okay. Unfortunately. (laughs) I don't say much because the weird thing was when I took this quote-unquote new role or or this new project, basically, I was told that I didn't have to do as much whatever, like, I would have to be, like, five different people for one project. Now I get to be, like, a grand total of, I don't know, four different people for one project. So it's a little bit better, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And, yes, I think there's that fatigue part of it. Um, I, I, I think that yeah, you're not that that separation is real, but one of the six reasons we talked about it already is video conference overload. I love you dearly, Jarrell. You are like one of my best friends to this day. <laughs> Basically the brother that you never wanted to hear you are, boom. Yep. But video conference overload is a real thing. Okay. If I had not talked to you in two months, basically, and I wasn't, you know, oh, we've just been doing this every other week, every week, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to do this right now. I'd be like, Jerome, <laughs> I ain't got shit for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I really don't. <laughs> and one of the main things they say is sitting in front of a computer all day, interacting through Zoom. Microsoft Teams and other video conferencing platform can be exhausting. People are having Zoom fatigue. Mm-hmm. Zoom fatigue is real shit. Yeah, I can attest to that. I went through that. Well, we always have a weekly um, like huddle meeting for our team. So our meeting is every Tuesday from two thirty to four o'clock. So every Tuesday, I'm guaranteed myself that, like, hey, once once that meeting is over, that's my last meeting for the day. And I do my best to, like, make sure nothing is scheduled after that meeting because for 90 minutes, I'm basically handcuffed to not do any other work that should be priority work. But because I'm sitting in a meeting, I should be engaged in that because they may ask me a question that I can't say, oh, I wasn't listening because I was doing more priority work. Because if I don't do that priority work, then you'll have an issue with me. You know, so it's like, it's like, that's, that's every Tuesday for me. And I try to make sure that nothing is scheduled after that four o'clock meeting because my head will explode most likely. Um, this past Monday, we had a three and a half hour virtual staff meeting from 1230 to four o'clock. And then the day after that, we still had our regular weekly meeting from 230 to four <laughs> with the same exact people. So, um, I mean, my work, my work family, like everybody's cool. Like those guys are great, but it's like, 
at what point is it just like too much, you know? And I don't think that corporations or organizations have even cared to even think about that at this point. Listen, and I tell my boss this all the time, and he don't follow that shit, and it annoys me. Mm. So if any people that listen to this that I work with, judge your mama. Um, <laughs> and, and in the article, it goes on to say, having back-to-back Zoom calls can be just draining. Can just be draining because of the amount of focus necessary. Be sure to, be sure to schedule breaks. Mm-hmm. And don't feel like you always need to participate with their video on. <laughs> I've been told the opposite by my organization. They're like, please always have your videos on. That shows and increases engagement. People still want to see your face. We still. But want to- if I'm doing this for eight hours straight, <laughs> my participation will go down. <laughs> yeah, I agree with the article. It's. I it- make ghetto. Tell them I said it. I, I I got a nine o'clock meeting every morning. It's only one of the six parts. <laughs> no, I got an eight thirty meeting every morning that I need to have because if I don't, something slips like clockwork. Because if you're not micromanaging these people, certain people, I'll say certain people, mm-hmm. they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, we didn't know that was a priority." I tell you, safety first. Mm-hmm. I talk about these same issues. I talk about issues that came up for the last twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Because we are involved in field operations. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> With that being said, video conference overload is definitely one of them. I don't even try to wrap this up because I love you. I'd I rather see you in person, bro. I'm, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is environment. Um Trying to work from home if you don't have necessary space and equipment to be effective at your job can also be a problem. Either their places are small and not conducive or because they don't have a separate place to do their work. Like I just said, I don't want to bring my work computer to my dining room ever again. I am so tempted to put that card table in the room that's going to my office, sit it in the corner, and work from up there. Mm -hmm. And that's on period. (laughs) Setting boundaries during work hours and having dedicated space to work can help in mitigating that fatigue. It can help in mitigating it. Mm -hmm. Help in mitigating it. Mm. Okay. Moving on because, yeah, I'm over it already. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm going to go back to the last one later, but um, overwork. Who feels like that? Me, for sure. I logged in this morning at six forty-five a.m. No, that's when I started working today, and I and I no. logged off at like four thirty. No. <laughs> Not granted. I probably ended up doing that anyway because I still be late. <laughs> I'd be late. Mm-hmm. My proposed start time is like eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'd be strolling in this thing like eight fifteen, eight twenty. Like I'm late. <laughs> Luckily, I got flex time, so it don't really matter. Yeah, but I'd be late. I'd be late, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'd be tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be walking that thing like sweatpants, check t-shirt, check. <laughs> The most amazing Nike flip flops. Check. <laughs> I might even put on socks today. Yeah, it be like that sometimes. Wait, <laughs> it be like that. Some it be like that some all the time. And don't even get me started. Like I might even throw my work fleece on just to feel like I'm at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm mostly using that because I can put some of those reusable trash bags in my pocket and take the dogs outside. That's the only other reason I use it. Plus, mm-hmm. it's starting to get a little fallish outside. Yeah. And that make that's enough. We're going to get into that a little bit later. But I feel like this summer has just been like just snatched. Like just. <laughs> I saw somebody say, dang, fall, can I get some clothes first? Like, <laughs> Right. I just walked on up by my life. Just. <laughs> 
some people feel overworked. Um, it's previously reported by Fast Company, which is the source of this article, mm-hmm. is that remote workers are logging an additional three, 3.13 hours per day working from home. Those who say they're significantly more productive at home are logging 4.6 per extra hours per day, which can be draining. Let me tell you. <clears throat> no. You are barely you are barely getting an extra hour out of me these days. Mm-hmm. These days, <laughs> I'm letting God know all things above me. This is one of those things. That's what he meant, mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, overwork and underpaid. That's the most blackest statement we ever said, but it's so true. <laughs> yeah. One of my one of my colleagues said, and he put I think he put this in an email, or he said this in a call. He said, I love my job, but I refuse to be any further financially disrespected. And I was like, dog. <laughs> That's the phrase. <laughs> financially disrespected. Yeah. It's already, we don't budget tight. We don't like budget crunches and everything because of the virus and the, you know, things of that nature having to shut down so much. Mm-hmm. But I was already financially disrespected. I just took it. But now we can't even get overtime. I'm like, give me some comp time. I got a couple of days I need to take. <laughs> but so yes, overwork is overworking is a real thing. Yeah. Um, just like we always set boundaries, we always encourage healthy boundaries. One of those healthy boundaries is, hey, you you only get you you might get nine, mm-hmm. but you only get about eight and a half. Enough that I ain't gonna lie. My lunch break, I'm taking an hour because I like my basketball videos. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm that petty. Like, the, I think the other thing is that people think, even when you in the office, that you was getting an eight and a half hour day anyway out of me. Like, the caliber of work that I do, not my freaking, don't have facial hair. It gets in your mouth. It's weird. Um, <laughs> the issue is that you are not going to get a solid 40 hour punch every single week you're not getting that right. because what happens when you get to work when you, when you go into the building right you go in you put your stuff down mm-hmm. you go you go make coffee you go get a cup of coffee because what no coffee no worky <laughs> um, you do that you finally go back to your desk. Somebody comes stop at your desk. Yep. Now y'all talking. Mm-hmm. And none of the answers talking. They're talking about whatever. Yep. It's either going to happen at the coffee pot or we'll catch it at your desk. Mm-hmm. It's going to be about, you see power last night? <laughs> you see that game? All right. Bro, you see that game? Or Bro. Weekend, or what you doing this weekend? Bro. That move. Black Panther 2 come out tomorrow. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we're talking about everything, but so that's about an hour gone. Come on. Boop. Come on. That's an hour. Mm-hmm. Then you got to on with the emails. And then you have to vent about some of the emails. That could have been a meeting. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you got that productive meeting that's not really a productive meeting, right? Yeah. So that's like three or four hours gone. Mm-hmm. But then you also got to account for the people that's going to schedule meetings for emails. <laughs> Sometimes it's necessary because somebody just don't be checking their goddamn email, which it happens. I know. Trust me. I, I'm i one of them. I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm the person who I'll schedule a meeting, but I'll let the person know when the meeting starts, hey, I really only needed five minutes of your time, so we're gonna end early, but I blocked it for half an hour just in case you was busy. I just want you to see that on the calendar. So I'm, I'm that person where most of the time that happens when I'm trying to like get with like managers or, or uh, people who are like supervisors because it's just like they're not going to respond to emails. So they got so many people they got to micromanage. So I'll throw it on their calendar and I'll just tell them as soon as the meeting starts, like, I only needed five minutes. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'll give you 25 minutes. Oh, right. we good. <laughs> I would love to work with you because give me my other 25 back. Thanks. Yeah. You the real MVP. <laughs> I find out when I do that too. That those people are prone to like be there for me when I put out a request too. It's like they 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 understand that like hey, you know, he only needed me for this, and it's like I value their time. So they're like, you know what, 
yeah, I give them the thumbs up. Like, what else you need? Like, next week or whatever. So, at least that's that's how they make me feel. New episode featuring new pups. How about that? <laughs> My God. Thought that was DMX over there. <laughs> a, a dog needs a, a dog needs a house. Hey, hey, like, y'all need to shut up. Um, but no, like, it's it's so important for people to set those boundaries and you know, sometimes I get it. Like, sometimes you got to get, like you said, you got to get that question answered. But mm-hmm. there's sometimes it's just like, all right, what's this meeting about? Well, it's no agenda. <laughs> no agenda, that means that you're about to waste my time. <laughs> if you don't have clear-cut, at least three clear-cut deliverables mm-hmm. of this whatever, mm-hmm. it's a waste of my time. All right. Two or less things that you need, that's an email. True. That's how I feel. But so yes, you have video conference overloads, you have overwork, you have um what oh environment. Um another one is what we what they call bad habits. So when people are at home and anxious, they may do the exact opposite of what they need to do to stay healthy. They tend to stay up late, change the routine, eat a lot of junk food, get fulfilled. I've been, what can I say? I've been eating a lot better. <laughs> when this pandemic started, it was soups, soups, and more soups. Mm-hmm. It was vitamin C overload. It was food was zinc in it. It was strawberries at the wazoo. It was oranges like crazy. <laughs> I even pop an emergency because mm-hmm. let's be real, raspberry emergency is absolutely amazing. Okay. Um, I can't relate to that part. Not granted. That's also because I don't buy the groceries. My wife does. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have the most traditional relationship in the world, but every every other day or every whatever She'll make a grocery list. We do budgets over here. Mm-hmm. Ain't no free spending. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, she made sure we're taken care of. So I'm thankful in the world, whole wide world that mm-hmm. I have a significant other that a lot of people don't have significant others. I get it. Yeah. That's, that's not my problem. <laughs> I, I don't have to tell you. God put her in my life. I didn't go out and just be like, I got to just find me a wife. I'm not at the club trying to find me a wife like some people. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're taken care of. And that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. You don't have to always buy them hot Cheetos, man. Just just chill. Like, don't eat those snacks. Yeah. Look, my, you know what snacks I buy? What's those that? protein packs from Oscar Myers. Okay. Those are my late night snacks. <laughs> You know, we were, at one point we were like making our own like homemade lunchables during the pandemic. So it's like we had like lunch meat, like turkey lunch meat, and then we had like those like provolone cheese from the deli, and then we had the uh, clubhouse, the green crack, green box crackers. So we was Dumb making our own lunch. <laughs> Dumb boys is fire. Yeah, you just made me think of that. I gotta get back to that. You know, also be good during the pandemic. What's that? Jerk chicken. Moving on. <laughs> That's our obligation, everybody. You know the drill. I'm not like y'all, stupid. Um, we almost there, y'all. Number five is overwhelming. So, how many of us feel micromanaged? I do. I feel micromanaged. I literally have to do an end-of-day report every single day now. Since I'm working from home. I was forced, since I was forced to work from home. Mm-hmm. Now I need to submit the end of the day report every single day. Mm-hmm. What phone calls and emails did you send? What meetings did you have? Mm-hmm. What projects or tasks did you work on? Yeah. What are your major, major accomplishments you want to celebrate? What's something you need from your supervisor? Yeah. It gets uh, very, very I don't know. To a point, it's kind of like disrespectful. But <laughs> you want this every single day? You want this every single day. Yeah. 
So now I'll keep a spreadsheet of everything that I do. Mm-hmm. So at the next end of the year review, I want to be like, mm-hmm. you see all this? <laughs> well, I mean my money. <laughs> um, yes, it's very overwhelming. Um, so it, it, it reads about, um, while we may spend, be spending more time at home, that doesn't mean we're sitting on the couch binging Netflix. Our minds are racing from one problem-solving test to another. And fast forward to say, whether you're worried about the virus, let's start this. Let me start this over. I need y'all to hear this from the depths of my soul. Whether you're worried about the virus, you know, Ms. Rona, mm-hmm. racism, if you ain't Black, you don't understand. Yeah. We're going through it the most. It's not to say nobody else does, but Black Lives Matter and if 2020 show there's nothing, please go out and vote, y'all. I'm not playing with y'all. Mm-hmm. I will punch y'all in the face if y'all say I didn't vote this year. I, this is serious. Mm-hmm. The virus, racism, and other societal issues, homeschooling your children for those that have them, um, keeping family members and yourself safe, that has been a task by itself, or a combination of issues. You can quickly become overwhelmed, with which can lead to exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Do I need to say more? Let's just call it what it is. If my mother, if my in-laws try to go out one more goddamn time <laughs> talking about, oh, I was just, you know, we've been in the house up. You're old. <laughs> this virus ain't playing with old people. It ain't playing with young people. Mm-hmm. Look, baby girl Skylar lost her life this year in Detroit. Because of this damn virus. Right. I think she was like five. I think so, yeah. This virus don't care if you ain't been out the house. If you ain't got to go, don't go. Mm-hmm. If you do wear a mask. Not, okay, okay. Prime example. This is not how you wear a mask. <laughs> if I see one more person with a chin guard on, I'm decking <laughs> them in the chin. <laughs> like, where the rest of your helmet at? Like... <laughs> <laughs> If I see one more person just wearing all their motherfucking, what about it? It it literally can be like boop. Mm-hmm. What if what if somebody has coronavirus and sneezes in front of you? They just invade your six foot space. Yeah. And they, boom, sneezes in your face. Nah, it's, nah, it's all in your grill. Nah, it's all in your nose. Yeah. You run like you're gonna get it. Congratulations, you're an idiot. It goes over securely over the nose and mouth, covering your chin. And not exposing any holes or gaps. That's the proper way to wear a mask. It sounds like you've been teaching some people how to wear a mask. <laughs> nope. I read my damn Instagram box and stuff, though. Okay. When Denise Ferry them be like, hey, listen, this is how you do it. I'd be like, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when Big Gretchen them be like, this is what you do. Like, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. You got it. <laughs> when one of the head like medical execs in Michigan in leadership to be like, please wear your mask. I'd be like, you got it. You got it, sis. Right. I'm not going to listen to them. They, they went to school for this. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody's going to try to tell me about engineering. They ain't never the engineering. Okay. You got it. You're right. You can go, go fix that yourself. Um, and all engineers don't fix cars. Y'all stupid. Um, last thing. <laughs> Mechanical engineers don't fix cars. <laughs> Electrical engineers don't know how to circuit your house, how to wire your house <laughs> with electricity. And civil engineers ain't civil, okay? <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm over it, y'all. You can probably tell. And grief. That's the last one. So grief is a real thing. We talked about it earlier. Um, and it's not necessarily just the people. Um mm-hmm. While it's often overlooked, grief is another factor that may that can con- be contributing to exhaustion. We may be grieving because of loss, current events, or disruption in our lives. Mm-hmm. And you quote it, and I'm going to read this quote to take us to the end of this article. I think we really are. I think we really all are kind of grieving the life we used to have, even if it wasn't perfect. We knew it, and we knew how to survive in it. Mm. 
just just let that marinate. Um, it's it's real. The gym was recently opened back up. I'm not going no time soon. Yeah, me either. I'm trying to make sure my gym memberships are canceled. <laughs> what am I going there for? Right. Oh, we've implemented social distancing protocols. How? People can literally go from machine to machine. You're not going to wipe down every machine between every use, are you? Because they wasn't doing nothing to begin with. Right. That's had, your job. <laughs> they had the soapy solution on the wall. <laughs> Get you still, a paper towel. <laughs> still full. Yep. <laughs> with no paper towel. Yep. I want to go swimming. Oh, it's okay to go swimming. I don't trust you. I don't think I don't think they approve chlorine as one of the things that can kill COVID, right? <laughs> Granted, I love our leadership. I think we're doing one of the best jobs in the entire country. Mm-hmm. Leading example here in Michigan. But she always says it. It's the most cliche shit in the world. Mm-hmm. Because if it ain't Detroit, it's surrounded by woods. We are not out of the woods yet. Mm-hmm. And when she say it, I laugh every single time, bro. <laughs> we are not out of the woods. We're not. We're not. We ain't. We're not. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> We're not. There's no. You see a vaccine? We're not. We're not out of the woods. We're not. <laughs> These flu shots? You might want to go get them this year because coronavirus is touching everybody. Yeah. You got the flu, you got influenza? <laughs> Remember the last time we had a major pandemic? Know what that thing was called? The Spanish flu. Yeah. You don't want to combine flu with COVID. Mm-hmm. No. Granted, I, it's been a while since I had the flu. Mm-hmm. But this year, I'm like, you know what, maybe, maybe you do, I might get a, I might come get a flu shot this year. <laughs> I, after yeah. this housewarming, your boy ain't going, you ain't going to catch me in these streets. Okay. We are stockpiling all the things we can right now. Mm-hmm. So after this housewarming in October, mm-hmm. and it is virtual, okay? There is no popping up at this crib yeah. without an appointment, a temperature check, and a COVID test. <laughs> you be at the front door like, six feet. <laughs> Not playing with y'all this year. I'm sorry. Nah. I take my life too seriously. I love my wife too much. I love my dogs too much. I love my family even more at times. At times. <laughs> Emphasis on at times. <laughs> Some of y'all are annoying. Y'all are. Cause y'all know that. Y'all be out in these streets. Mm-hmm. There are people that I know that work in the medical field that just be out here in these streets. I'm just like, you need to be saying, yo, don't you get tested once a week? Yeah. Go sit <laughs> Yeah. You saw the you saw the the um impact that it could have firsthand. You know, I wouldn't expect you to be out here risking everything. <laughs> I miss the life I used to have, but I'm pretty damn good with the one I currently have. Mm-hmm. Um again, like I said, God's blessed us. God's put a brand new roof over our head, mm-hmm. literally and figuratively. Um I still got the same clothes on my back that still fit. Some mm-hmm. of them fit more now. Thank God for that. <laughs> this table has food on it. Most days it's pretty damn good food. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's pizza. And Lord knows I can't stand pizza, but really, <laughs> I got to have it ever so often. I just can't have pizza all willy-nilly because some of y'all be tripping. All right. I miss my barbecue grill. Mm-hmm. I need to get one of those. So if anybody would like to gift the Winfrey residence with the new barbecue grill, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll see you the cash or the link to the one on one. But on that, period. So with that being said, um, this pandemic's been ghetto. This whole COVID nineteen is ghetto. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, work from home. It's the pits, came front. But at the same token, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, it's really time to be grateful and understand what you do have. There are countless people that lost their lives during this pandemic. 
There are problems people that mentally cannot stand to be in their house. September also is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. And I will honestly say one of the things that scared me the most in 2020 was when a childhood friend of mine told me that she was coming to commit suicide. It really, using my words, I am, I'm still kind of shaken up by that because I still think, because after that, she was embarrassed. She blocked me and all that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there are moments where I'm just like, damn, what if, what happened? Mm-hmm. I wonder if she okay now. You know what I'm saying? We're not the best of friends. <laughs> but the other thing is, this is why suicide prevention is so important. And yes, we make sure facts and figures is for this month. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But in that moment when they communicated that to me, I did not know how to react. Yeah. And this is in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Everything's sacred. Yeah. So be honest. I got on the phone. I was like, who are my mutual friends with this person on social media? And I DM'd all of them. And they text me. The person ended up texting me again and said, Why did you did you reach out to my family? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> I did. <laughs> because at the end of the day, like, I don't know the tools, but I'm going to make sure you got them. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure the people that care about you is around you. Mm-hmm. Not to say I don't care about you, but yeah. I don't even know where you live at. Which... Mm-hmm. So, suicide is real. Um, we'll be sharing tip hit, tip, yeah, tidbits. Mm-hmm. Not tip. I wonder what the hell <laughs> We'll be sharing, it is. Let's get up. We'll be sharing tidbits about you know how to um, just be up to date on the lingo. You know, just knowing that some somebody's like not feeling it, um, and what to do if you encounter somebody. What to do if you feel away? I mean, it's real. The ideation behind suicide is a real thing too. Mm-hmm. Like when some people be like, "Man, you know, I'm so tired of this year, bro." This shit ain't worth living no more, bro. My God. Mm. Low key, I don't take that shit lightly no more. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I change, not that I change the subject, but I immediately insert positive vibes right there. Mm-hmm. You're going to get these vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely said, come get this dance. Come get these vibes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, but, you know, suicide prevention is a helpful tool to, you know, maybe change somebody's destiny, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, it's a real thing. With that being noted, Black I said, um, I'm all zoomed out. I don't want to talk about Zoom no more. I don't want to be on Zoom. We just happen to need to use Zoom because I don't want to go back to a studio that I don't know what's going on at. <laughs> A lot of people that I don't know in and out the studio all day, every day. I love the people dearly. They know who they are. Mm-hmm. Until I see a vaccine on the table that says it works, we, we've tested yeah. a thousand uh, out, of, out of 100 people. <laughs> Less than zero on moms <laughs> have had it. Negative, whatever. I ain't playing. It's like, I'm trying to say. I'm trying to keep myself alive. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to live to have kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to make sure that the people mm-hmm. around me are taken care of. Sure. And what people need to also understand is to take care of those people right now in this pandemic is to keep yourself safe. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Y'all might think I'm overreacting. Your mama. All <laughs> I'm saying is... This pandemic is real, so we need to take it as serious as we possibly can. Um, with that, it's gonna be real hard to get me back to the office. Um, it really is. I mean, <laughs> I, I, get, I ain't gotta drive, I ain't gotta spend money on gas like that no more. <laughs> I need every workplace at the sound of my voice or anybody that has influence on workplaces to challenge the process on work from home days. And this is the day for you where you schedule the least amount of meetings. <laughs> so you can actually focus, get work done, 
you deserve to be on call. You have all these, all these dummies, bro. Listen, mm-hmm. you deserve to be on call for eight hours and still get your money. Well, they owe it to us by now, huh? <laughs> if we ain't gonna get this 40 acres, you might as well give us that. Yeah. All these work from home policies and comp time policies and overtime policies need to be adjusted ASAP. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I've been saying a lot Maybe. of people share this post about um, using mental health days around this time. And companies have started. Well, at least the company I work for, they started like communicating that that is an option for us as well. So I think yeah. that's one that's one victory or one like piece of progression since all this is going on. I've asked our HR team and they just be like, what did you even what, what did you say? Huh? What did you say? It's crazy, but it's a real thing. Like this ain't just some shit that we made up and said we're gonna make a podcast about it. Mm-hmm. Black men suffer from mental health issues a day, B. A day. Like, it can change our whole outlook on how we do things. It can mess up relationships. Like, mental health in black people, especially black men, is a real thing in our society. Mm-hmm. And that's why I got the courage enough to talk about it every single day until the world blows. So, as long as you have us, as long as you stream us, that's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> we're gonna talk about all the things we go through as a black man and how mental health is a part of it and we're gonna talk about the fact that we miss having their chicken and we're gonna talk about the fact that I finally made jollof rice Okay, that's what we also will talk about <laughs> and then we're gonna leave y'all some homework there is a mental health test that Henry Health has now called Hurdle it's no longer Henry Health they even branded themselves Okay. One of our guests, Mr. Kevin Dedner, the CEO of formerly known as Henry Health, mm-hmm. the program is now just up and called Hurdle. So check out Hurdle. I love what they did with the rebrand. It's dope. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's like family. So if you are a fan of the Mental Matters podcast and the Mental Matters community, you're, you should also check out Hurdle, the app. The app. Um, they're making themselves more widespread for people to get, especially Black men, to have resources for mental health um, all around them. Um, so yeah, I mean that's one of the major resources. Check out Hurdle. Um, they, I think they had a mental health test or something like that. To know if you're suffering from mental health issues or you have something going on that you may want to go to get checked out about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the resources. Um, because it's Suicide Prevention Month, I'm also going to tell you all to check out. There is a prevention hotline. Um, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but there is a website if you go to if you just search Suicide Prevention Hotline. Um, it will literally um, take you straight to the phone number that if you or someone you love needs to know about resources for mental health or for suicide prevention, they got your backs. Um, I'm gonna read it out. I got it pulled up right now. Go ahead, then. Uh, National, oh, Su- <laughs> National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. And what that stand for, 8255? I don't know. It's talk, fool. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, play that back one more time for the people, and then, you know, you should be good. You know, make sure that you take care of your mental health. And um, there's other resources. You have the the National Alliance on Mental Illness, one of our favorite people's um, organizations. Um, you have the National Institute on Mental Health. Um they have Detroit and Michigan chapters for NAMI as well. Um, there's a bunch other. I think another one is the, I think it's AFSP. Okay. The Association for Suicide Prevention, I think. Um, I could be getting the name wrong, but there are all type of organizations that are out here caring about your mental health. Another one of my favorites of locals is the Detroit Wayne Integrated Health Network. Um, we usually share it on our website as well. So all these links are available, but make sure you get the help you need. Take a break when you need to. Drink some water. Drink lots of water because listen, you might as well stay hydrated and moisturized in these streets, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap this thing on up. Um, you know, this pandemic's real and I want you each and every one of y'all to know that we do love y'all dearly. 
we want to see everybody get to the other side of 2020 and get to 2021. Um, but I will also say that 2020 is only as negative as you allow it to be. While it's very impulsive, mm-hmm. you can create and celebrate your own victories in 2021. True. You know, for me, fortunately, you know, some people call me a baller. I'm not. I just follow guys. <laughs> I just follow God's mission and just be going. Um, we were able to get a house this year. Awesome. And, you know, I'm a bride to the mountaintop. I ain't never thought my black ass would have a house, let alone <laughs> the house we have. So I'm thankful. I'm really grateful for it. Yeah. Um, but declare things that are a victory for you and go get those things still. We still have the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter is important. Mm-hmm. Ask Boston. Ask the Boston Celtics. <laughs> They'll tell you. Sorry, Boston. <laughs> Ask the Los Angeles Clippers. They'll tell you even more. Or the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. The fourth quarter is as important as quarters one through three. If you just stay at it for the first three quarters, just go, go. You might get fouled. You might not be hitting your shots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything might be off. But if you play defense, you get out there, you just give it your uh, fourth quarter come, you're still in the game. And if you listen to this podcast, guess what you are? You're still in the game. Yep. I didn't get that uh, that PS5 or that pre-order. But guess what? <laughs> I'm still in the game. November is coming, baby. I'm getting that PlayStation. <laughs> so let that be a lesson. You know, we're in the fourth quarter now for 2020. And you've been, you know, going through those drills all year. Mm-hmm. You've been picking up your feet on defense. You've been doing all those things. You've been staying mentally sharp, mentally in shape. You've probably been working on your mental health, working on your physical health. <laughs> Maybe you haven't. But it is what it is. You're still in the game now. Mm-hmm. So let's just finish off strong, finish 2020 strong. And we're going to revisit this every single episode and remind you, it's like EA Sports. It's in the game. Game. <laughs> I knew that was gonna come up eventually. I know. You know it. Are you, you, gonna go it. <laughs> you know it, bro. You know it. Anytime. So I think we blabbered enough. Um <laughs> uh, you got anything for hit these streets, man? Uh I'm I'm excited about continuing going down the, the mental health journey of getting better. So I just want to put that out there. Facts. Yep. Listen, I'm getting that fire pit. I don't know where it's going to come from. <laughs> I'm getting that fire pit. You ever thought about building it or you just, you could take, you know, the, the, the blocks and everything? The, the... I want to do that in, in the spring of next year. Okay. However, if somebody just pull up with the material, I ain't going to tell them no. Okay. I'm going to be like, we're over there. <laughs> right I there. I didn't know if you wanted like the the one that you build with the blocks or the one that you could just buy and then put the wood in and all that. Like you know what I mean? Yes. Some of will just the like answer, the answer is yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> I saw them all. I you've seen what I've been sending you from the Lowe's app. I saw them all, okay? <laughs> I'm ready for all the things. Yeah. I got a stockpile of light but sure stockpile of wood right now. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Damn it. Was you gonna toast marshmallows, hot dogs? Just... <laughs> yes. Yes. Make some orders over the campfire. <laughs> Why not? Put some gravel in the middle of that thing. Just... Yeah. Put the wood on top. <laughs> so whatever it's gonna be in whatever it's gonna be is what it's gonna be. I can't wait to get those. There was somebody speaking up the streets, they're fucking idiots. I had to say it, sorry. Um <laughs> but yeah, that's where we at. And we're going to push the rest of this fourth quarter. We're just going to get it in. We're going to shoot these shots. We're going to like Duncan Robinson at the end of the game. <laughs> Y'all know who Duncan Robinson is? Go do your homework. Got you a new favorite player or something? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I just, he has one job, according to Scott Van Pelt. Keep shooting. <laughs> That's the best position to play. Just, yeah. Anyway. That being said, we love y'all. Stay up, stay healthy. Go drink some water and make sure you take care of your mental and black men need therapy. That's my gem for the day. Stay up and bad. Till next time. Oh, yeah, there will be next time because we still here.